0: Welcome to the Naturopath Next Door podcast, an unfiltered health, wellness, and lifestyle podcast without the fluff. I'm your host, Pam, naturopath, nutritionist, personal trainer, and owner of Pam Heard Naturopath. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Naturopath Next Door. Today, I'm going to be talking to Kelly, and we're going to be talking all things Iyengar Yoga. Don't worry, I'd never heard of it before. And I didn't realize the amazing benefits of this particular form of yoga. Hey, Kelly, how are you today? Hey, Pam, really good. How are you? Good, thank you. Can you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. So I was a veterinarian for five years and then essentially just burnt out uh, and decided I wanted to be anything else, <laughs> um, a yoga teacher. So I trained as a yoga teacher initially, and then I studied as an a Nyengi yoga teacher, which takes, you have to- been practicing for about three years before you can start your teacher training and then it takes about three years with a senior teacher to get qualified so it's a very kind of structured um, yoga system Uh, and now I uh, run a gym and and studio with my husband.
0: Wow so what how does that differ from other types of yoga because sometimes you can just do like a six-month course and just be all you know straight into it.
1: It's very anatomical, therapeutic, via that alignment which really appealed to me being a scientific person uh, and it is really about um, being disciplined and committed to your own practice and learning via your own practice so that when you turn up to teach which you know you've then had six plus years of experience that you really are teaching from experience uh, and I really disliked the idea of um, you know putting my hand up and committing to that kind of a system uh, and so that I could really be a good yoga teacher, you know, and actually help people.
0: Yeah, so you mentioned about alignment because I know sometimes when I do yoga that I think, oh, geez, I'm surely not doing this pose right.
1: (laughs) Yes, and when I started I was doing flow yoga and power yoga and all these things and I remember hearing all the time, doesn't matter what you look like, just feel and breathe and all that stuff. And I actually had chronic back pain uh, for years prior to doing it and initially it felt better doing this yoga, just moving and and everything, but eventually it got worse via the you know, doing these flow yoga classes, and that's kind of how I stumbled across Iyengar yoga. Um, and I realized I'd been doing everything wrong, even if I was teaching at the time. And so, um, I, you know, I did a downward dog and realized I had no idea how to properly do a downward dog. I was overstretching into my joints and um, really not not doing the things I needed to do. So, Iyengar yoga was just a um, a huge epiphany for me. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And that's the other thing as well that I find with yoga. I mean, I know myself that you can actually try and push your body that little bit too far and that can cause the damage as opposed to some other, you know, technique.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that was me too because I, I'm fairly mobile in the joints naturally, which a lot of people who do yoga are because you start and you're like, okay, I'm actually fairly good at this and we like doing what we're good at uh, and then we just overdo it, whereas in you know, Iyengar yoga, I remember my teacher very early on saying to me, you know, there's people who stand there and kind of rub their backs and they just can't get comfortable. Those people don't need to stretch. They need to stabilise. And I'm just like, you know, brain explosion. That was me. You know, I was putting my hand up like, yes, that's what I need. Um, and Iyengar Yoga really teaches you that uh, and we use the props and we use it's really teaching. You know, the, the, the teacher is off the mat all the time, looking, adjusting, giving sp- Um, personal specific instructions and recommendations as we go around the class so it's it's very therapeutic in that way.
0: Yeah so how long does a class normally last for because they do vary in, in length of time don't they?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you can do a nice short practice. At first with beginners, it's an hour, hour 15. Uh, And then once you're getting into experienced or advanced classes, they can be two to three hours sometimes if you're really wanting to build up to those big poses, but that wouldn't necessarily be every day, you know?
0: Yeah. I know that maybe my schedule wouldn't fit in the three hours. Sometimes when I was doing hot yoga, I was, you know, 90 minutes was enough for me, right?
1: Yes, yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) So how did you find that, you know, the Iyengar yoga helped throughout your pregnancy?
1: Yeah, it, it, um, it was fantastic because prior to that my back issue had really been that sacroiliac joint and this pelvic instability um, which I know that I'm prone to because I am a mobile person um, and so I have to constantly be working on my stability so I was really worried that as soon as I became pregnant that I would start getting this sacroiliac joint pain back again uh, and Because of all the work I had done in Iyengar yoga, stabilising, balancing, looking and always seeking that balance in my postures and in my practice, I was really thankful that I didn't experience any back pain through my whole practice, uh, through my whole pregnancy, sorry. And I managed to continue practising all the way through, right right through the nine months, modifying as I went. And I think it helped a lot.
0: Yeah, for sure, because obviously your center of gravity changes depending on how big you get with you know your pregnancy, and you can just be all belly, or you know, um, you know, you can put on weight in other areas as well. So when you first started, like through your pregnancy, I mean, you were practicing before, but would you recommend that people actually start before they got pregnant um, to help with that stability?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's really common to get students come in and say you know, seven weeks pregnant and say, oh, my doctor said yoga would be good. And of course, at that time, it's really early on in the pregnancy. Um, If you take any person that's never done yoga before and put them in a yoga class, they're wobbly. (laughs) You know, they they don't know their body. They they don't know their arms from their legs yet, really, in in yoga terms. And so when we first start um, teaching beginners, it's very dynamic. Of in, out, not holding things very long and we're really just getting people to connect to their bodies and start to loosen up some of that stiffness that we get from just those repetitive day-to-day things that we all we all do, whether it's work or just getting about our days. Um, so we really want to have some concept of our body and some connection to our body before we start practicing yoga through pregnancy that's not to say that you can't if you've never done it before however in that case uh, then it's best to wait sort of after that first trimester is kicked over Um, if you're well practiced or you're experienced then practicing all the way
0: through is okay did you notice any other changes throughout your pregnancy say with like your energy or helping like with your mood throughout that time as well yeah
1: i mean having been a practitioner already i know that my practice of just doing something like that regularly throughout the week is really useful in keeping my energy steady uh, and keeping my mood and everything balanced out. I know for myself, I'm an anxious type of a person. And so, um, particularly with this type of yoga, Iyengi yoga, it's not the same thing every time. It's not the same sequence every time. Uh, there are sequences for anxiety. There are sequences for when your mood or energy is low. There are also sequences that will pick you up when you are feeling down, etc. So really once you're experienced, or if you're going to a, an experienced teacher, they will be able, you can walk in and say, Hey, I'm feeling this way today. Like I'm struggling with this. And they'll say, okay, grab a chair. You're going to do a few things different today. I'll- I look after you as we go through so it's really a way of balancing yourself out all of the time and that obviously was just gold throughout the nine months because things change you know week to week as you go through your pregnancy
0: I don't know if I could go to a yoga class that wasn't the same sequence for at least a couple of weeks in a a row because that would totally mess with my head you think you've got got it like (laughs) down packed and then it changes
1: true in in beginners we basically teach a very set simple sequence each week we build up and once everyone sort of got through those first five to ten weeks then we go into other things and and go from there basically yeah
0: (laughs) and when you um do some individual moves for that person can they take that from their class and put it into their everyday life because you know that five minutes could be really essential to help them calm down or to help them give them a little bit more energy
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, you could take uh, individual poses, say let something like legs up the wall or vipri Um, you know, that can be someone's kind of golden <laughs> pose that can help them get to sleep at night if they couldn't before or when they're feeling a bit anxious they could use something like that but it's not uncommon for people to sort of say oh that thing you said you know last week I've been thinking about it all week you know every time I slump forward I think I can hear your voice shoulder blades in you know (laughs) Um, and you're nodding nodding along probably you get the same (laughs) yeah I have my teacher's voice in my head also you know don't do this or do this way so yeah it's uh it's very transmittable to your life life and you do find that it just kind of infuses uh into your everyday life which is great
0: yeah it's not necessarily the first time that you say it to some t- like to somebody it could be like uh, no. back and you like I've said that to you a hundred times but you know they That's have to be ready right. for that right exactly <laughs> uh, it just makes me laugh every time and it's like oh the light bulb moment again <laughs> exactly, yes <laughs> Is there any other benefits to this particular type of yoga um, that maybe we haven't covered already?
1: Uh, I guess uh, a couple of things. If I was going to give people a bit of a, a, you know, some tips about perhaps practicing yoga with pregnancy, what you said before about practicing prior to pregnancy is, I think, really a good thing to do, um, and particularly for women who are trying to get pregnant because particularly in this type of yoga, in ayanga yoga, um, you practice differently during menstruation. And so when you come into class and you're menstruating, you just go up to the teacher, you say, hey, I'm menstruating And they'll often say, what day are you on? You know, you day one feeling really heavy and tired and back pain and all those things. Or are you day four and you're kind of raring to go, (laughs) but still um, have your period. And so then once the teacher knows, you'll be given some different poses. So it's, it becomes initially it's like, oh, I'm not sure. Like it's, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't, you know, it's a bit iffy, but then once you get used to it, it's, it's just the norm. If you're menstruating, you'll be practicing a little bit differently. Uh, There's certain poses that you don't do, and you'll follow along fairly similarly to everyone else. But there'll be some modifications generally around uh, calming down a bit more, taking some restful time, uh, allowing the abdomen to spread, the pelvis to open, just sort of giving some release to that area, and obviously avoiding anything that might cause muscular contraction around the lower abdomen or twisting or those kinds of things. So we. every month you kind of train yourself to to recognize your cycle and to be in touch with it so it's really useful in that way prior to falling pregnant because it gets you very in touch with your cycle which I that was a huge thing for me not necessarily for falling pregnant but just for after coming off contraceptives um, for getting that regular cycle again and actually really knowing my body very well. And then, of course, during pregnancy, as you go through, you're modifying each trimester is a little different. Really, each week can be different. You know, one week you can come in and shoulder stand is fine and the next week you can't breathe and your head's spinning and so you'll be doing something else. Um, But as you go through, you can really modify your practice to to balance yourself out whether you're hyped up and need to calm down or whether you're feeling down and you need to to re-energize then you can also then use all of those therapeutic type poses just to help out if you're getting some pelvic pain or you're getting you know a chest pain or something that's come up during pregnancy. Anger yoga really supports you all the way through and of course when it comes to labor you're really in touch with your body um, you really know how normal feels you know how not necessarily what to expect because the first time you go through maybe you don't have any idea what to expect. But you do have that kind of baseline of like, this is what I feel like. This is, I know my body. Uh, and you you develop this kind of trust relationship with your body, which I think that's really gold as well.
0: Absolutely. And I love the fact that it changes depending on where you're at for that day. Like it doesn't matter where you are, but you're going to get some practice that is really beneficial for you. Cause I find that most people get turned off a class because it's like, it's either too easy or it's too hard, or it's not giving them exactly what they want. So you're basically just tailoring it to them, which I think is amazing.
1: Yeah, it can be quite uh, challenging as a teacher. Yeah, <laughs> Sometimes can imagine. you have a pregnant student, a menstruating student, someone with a bad knee, someone with a bad back. And so you're kind of running around um, saying, OK, for you, you're going to do it this way. Put your leg here. OK, just grab a block over there, you know, OK, everybody else. <laughs> but actually, I really enjoy that because it's almost like um, it's, it's similar, I guess, to that that medical side of things which I was really used to before of looking after patients <laughs> so it's totally different but it's actually fairly similar in that way for me and I, I quite enjoy the challenge of it yeah
0: yeah I mean and going back to when somebody has their period um you know that whole making sure if they have that pain so we're opening up and we're trying to relax the muscles and and work with it as essentially instead of working against it
1: yes I mean, that was really the big thing for me because I worked super hard at school, super hard through uni. Um, I went into the veterinary field and, you know, it's like you just got to get in there and you're doing 12 to 16 hour days. It's go, go, go. I mean, no one talks about having a period. (laughs) Um, No one talks about taking a break or slowing down or, you know, you just try and push through all the time. And I think that a lot of Other stuff comes with that, you know, chronic stress, uh, symptoms of that. And also, your menstrual cycle can suffer for it as well because you're just trying to almost ignore the fact that it happens, which is not really natural, is it?
0: (laughs) No, definitely not. And I 100% agree with you. There can be so many things that spiral out of control when you are not in tune with your body. And, you know, did you have any tips around for people to maybe um, get in tune with their body and to start to notice those things?
1: Yeah, so I mean just tracking your cycle is really good for women. Um, first couple of days of your cycle if you're practicing or even if you're training in the gym, you know, just tone it right down. Those first two days, just really tone it down, rest, give yourself permission to do less, to not clean the kitchen up, you know, just take the pressure off yourself for a couple of days. And then naturally after those few days, you know, your your hormones are rising and by the end of your period you often feel that energy surge. So you kind of know that that's coming uh, and then you can go and do the things that you want to do and and fill your schedule a little bit more in, in that period. But pre, you know, the couple of days leading up and in the couple of days uh, at the start of your period, that's really a time to just give yourself permission to rest more, I
0: think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I love that and I totally agree as well. Even just from, uh, you know, a personal level, I never kind of go too hard with my training, whether it's in the gym or running or whatever, just because I know my body can't handle it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. There's always that knock-on effect, isn't it? There's a consequence for overdoing it. Yeah, um, yeah you're right.
0: Absolutely. So if people would like to find out more about you, where should they head to?
1: Sure. Well, I have a yoga membership online and you can get a free seven-day trial there. So that's Uh The link obviously I'll have that there ready for you. Uh, and then my website is uh, thegreenbodyplan.com. So that's my, I, I coach stress and anxiety
0: management for women. Um, so that's my other other gig. <laughs> Amazing. So I'll drop the links down below. I'm so grateful for your time today. Thank you so much, you know, for taking the time out of your day and um, giving us some tips and explaining, you know, Ianga yoga to us and why it is really beneficial.
1: Thanks, Pam. Really appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Naturopath Next Door podcast. If you are loving what you're hearing, I would really appreciate it if you hit subscribe and leave a short review. Also, if you've learned something this episode, make sure that you share it on your Instagram stories and tag me, Pam underscore naturopath. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a really good day and I will catch you next week on the Naturopath Next Door.